I love you. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. I am the Green Traveler from Gorge. And I am the Faceless Leon, the stretchiest experiment on Earth. Welcome to Green and Faceless on the Couch, a podcast about movies and TV. Excuse me. <clears throat> Ew. Yeah. I said excuse me, we were going <laughs> to cut that out. <laughs> nope, keeping it in. Well, There's some people who like that grossness. Well, I they I bet if they watched these movies, they do. There's a little bit of grossness yeah. in them. Not like heavy. It's pretty soft core grossness. No, no. Yeah. Um but you gotta appeal still, to the fetishists. That's, that's right. how you that's how we grow. Yes, you're right. So next we'll have an only feet account. There's no <laughs> you can do whatever you want, show you off want your beautiful Pete. in your own time, Greeny. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can sell some good feet pics. I got some cute feet. They're all right. You know, I've seen them in a few pics. You've snuck them in there. I've snuck them in there. I like seeing my feet. I think other people might as well. Let me know in the comments <laughs> if you want to see some see feet pics from the Green Traveler. They're human body feet. Let them know. Um, and then, so- if you're if you're serious, if you're serious, head over to the patreon.com slash green and faceless and let me know just how serious you really are about wanting to see them feet pics by signing up for one of our tiers there. That better be the $35 All right, I'm done with tier. the feet pics. We can move on. Um, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Nicholas Holt is uh our focus for today in the octor spotlight so yeah. uh yeah he uh is very talented and he is you know he's been up and coming On the for some time but he is also just been more so of late so you know it, uh, he's been booming he has been booming he was uh oh, We've talked about him several times without ever, I think, watching a movie that he was actually in for the show. <laughs> um, but he is in uh, the X Men uh, prequel movies. He is, um, indeed, he is in the Great. Actually, I did talk about the Great on some at some point on this. Yeah, show. you did talk about that. <clears throat> Yeah, and, and I feel like we've also talked Mad Max for. I mean, we haven't oh, talked it on the true. show, but right, I feel yeah, like we've, we've talked about Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, he has he a, plays my, a lot of my range. favorite character in that. Witness me, and he is Notice me. He is English. I just oh, that's I right. Yeah, that. he is sure. Um, yeah, 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 and uh, yeah. So he gets to. I don't know if R has an english accent or not because they have a hard time speaking uh but yeah they have a zombie accent yeah that's right in this in these two movies this could also very easily be a genre smackdown maybe (laughs) yeah i mean it it works pretty well it's like you know um, kind of a monster a monster smackdown right like they're they're horror not, I don't know if horror comedy really applies to warm bodies, but it is, I guess. Because I think it does. Yeah, yeah, they're using horror stuff and like horror, horrifying things actually, do happen. Her boyfriend does get torn apart by zombies 
Forgot about that. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I would. I would actually make it more romance as too, which is very weird. Yes. It's more like a comedy romance, uh, but not a rom com. Well, but. I got things to say about that when we get into the synopsis, and I suppose we get there. But we are comparing Nicholas oh, yeah. Holt's uh, performance in Warm Bodies to his performance in this year's release, Renfield. And uh, yeah, yes. yeah, I, how much fun it it is. There, I, I, I have you ever did you ever watch Warm Bodies before this? No, this is my first time. When I saw it, I was like the, in the theater, yeah. like when I saw the preview. I don't know if you were with me, but I recall having the sentiment that I don't really want a zombie romance. <laughs> Seems like yeah. Well, I was. I was put off by it because we had a we had an old roommate who would always tell he's like if I was ever to make a movie I would make a movie where it's like you know it's it's a romance and it, it feels everything feels like it's going to be a romance it's marketed as a romance but then like within the first five minutes they like find each other on a bridge and then there's an atomic bomb and it turns into a zombie apocalypse or like apocalypse horror <laughs> film or whatever. And I was like, it sounds funny, but like at the same time, we really hated this roommate. So whenever he would tell the story, I would just like hate the idea yeah. more and more. <laughs> and so I, I do, when you had mentioned Warm Bodies, I didn't even remember at all that this movie had ever been made. But I looked at, you know, when I looked it up, I was like, oh, right. This is the zombie romance film that I completely avoided because it reminded me of the roommate. Yeah. I had no idea Nicholas Holt was even in it. I Like, I, I don't even know if I knew him at the time. I mean, except for um the you know as beast yes Hank mccoy so but, uh, he yeah if, if i'm gonna jump into the synopsis for us uh r is nicholas holt's character he is do you want me to jump or is that why you're holding out your hand nope sorry i'm messing with my phone it felt like you wanted me to jump into your hand and that would have been something no <laughs> uh, <laughs> discord discord was messing up so i was trying to fix okay. it and since i'm tilted sideways i was on the phone <laughs> okay well anyways r is a zombie uh so yes. yeah he's you know he, he has this routine of haunting this airport with a bunch of other zombies and every once in a while, they group up and go into town and kill some people because, uh, yeah, you know, they, they need to eat. Uh, he, yeah, he always meets his uh, his best friend too at the at that's the mall. Right. No, is at the M. airport uh, at the airport like waiting area where somewhere in there. Yeah, there's a bar at at the airport. A bar, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. they go there and pretend to order drinks, like. They like these people that are zombies in their day to day, they're trying to go through what they remember about life. And it's difficult. Like they don't have anything to remember. They don't really have any real motor skills besides walking and eating and going, ah, and then sometimes they make words out <laughs> like, uh, and right when Nicholas Holt describes that, he says hungry to M who's played by, uh, Rob Cordry. And they gather up some zombies yes. and they go into the city. And that's where they meet uh, Julie, played by Teresa Palmer, and uh, Dave Franco, who's playing Perry. <laughs> and um, yeah, so Perry gets killed and R oh, yeah. eats his brain. Yeah, immediately. It's like, yeah, it Dave was so Franco. Funny. That's great. <laughs> 
again, like not having watched this movie before, it was really funny because I was just like, oh, Dave Franco. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be a main character because I know who Dave Franco is. And then he immediately gets killed. Like he has one line and then he gets killed. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. He <laughs> shows Dave up Franco. a couple times in that and uh, flashbacks. Yeah. But. Uh, anyhow, yeah, that's how they that's how they utilized him, and it made sense yes. then. But like at the at the time, I was just like, oh, I guess this must have been before he was that famous. <laughs> yeah, it, it cracked me up too. But like, I knew it was a romance, so I was a little weirded out that there was right. this boyfriend character. Anyways, like she's gonna leave her boyfriend oh, for yeah, a I zombie. Got... Like what the fuck? <laughs> yep, yep. I got I got words to say on that when we start complaining <laughs> later. So. But anyhow, uh, Perry's dead, but R eats his brains and brains are like the closest thing to like getting high that he's come across. I don't know if he was a stoner in yeah. life before, but that's kind of how he described it. And it, it, right. it, it gives him like a floods of Perry's memories. So he like gets to know Julie in the instant before she's going to get killed by zombies. And so he helps her escape and brings her back to the airport to the plane that he uses as an apartment. <laughs> and he plays her some music. Uh, and then she's like, oh, fuck. Uh, he's, you know, not just trying to eat me. He's actually doing right. small human things yeah it, it, yeah he seems he, he <sighs> seems so less zombie than ever before and yes. he can speak a few words which is very intriguing this, to her. yes it is and uh so she starts well she's really fucking scared at first and she tries to escape right a couple of times only to be confronted by the other zombies at the airport and uh Anyhow, he always is there to help her, and eventually, uh, M and the rest of the zombies are like, hey, something's happening to us. Like, yeah. let's <laughs> let her go and let them know that we're changing, and that maybe this is going to be okay, after all. Yeah. They, yeah, it's really it's a really good plot yeah, and it's actually, like the, yeah. the overarching bad guys are the uh i think they call them the skins the i think like the that. skeletons the, they call the them bones. corpse and skeletons i think maybe bonies yeah and it's they like, might be called bonies maybe bonies yeah yeah they're they're like zombies who have completely given up and just torn off their skin basically and yes. have just like given in to this this you know this kind of life yes this undead <laughs> disease uh, yeah, they don't have the uh, the reawakening that these normal zombies are having. Yes, that's right. Uh, enter Grigio, played by John Malkovich. Now, Grigio is oh, yeah. Julie's father, and he's also, like, the dictator of this habitat or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was a survivalist beforehand, and he had uh, he'd been, like you know preparing for an apocalypse he's one of those like you know we call them whack jobs but in all apocalypse <laughs> films they're the geniuses they're the ones who you know um, prepared for this shit so you know yeah, to an yeah. ex to an extent i do respect the mentality of being ready but if you're like so right. fucking scared 
that you're living your life waiting for it to happen that's fucked like if you have a bunker and it's stashed with some uh you know non-perishables i i I respect that i get it yeah i can i can i can wholeheartedly respect that yeah plus it it doubles as a fun little den that's right you can play D. &D that's awesome (laughs) yeah fuck yeah (laughs) grigio is like really hell-bent against the corpses because one of them ate his wife, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Julie knows that she's going to have to have a hard sell to let him know that the zombies are changing. The problem is that R followed her there uh, because he's in love with yeah. her. Yeah. And then <laughs> and snuck into the into the human society. <laughs> snuck into the human society, and and we'll say that's where it, that's where we'll leave off the synopsis. Action ensues, and you could probably guess what happens from there. With the last with the last ten minutes, up to you to watch. Right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> you're all right. I mean, it's a real quick it movie. Was, it's only like an yeah, hour and a half. It really is. Like, Both of them are pretty quick, actually. Um, yeah, but that is true. I will say that I st- started the synopsis at minute five, and it hasn't even been ten minutes yet, so thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Hart is there at the, at the bottom of the balcony, right? And, and right. all of a sudden it flashed to me, like... Oh, they're doing the Romeo and Juliet uh, balcony thing. And I was like, "Yeah, his name is R. It took me a while to get that. And her name is Julie. These fucks. Yeah. And then I realized it took me a long time to get that. too. Then I realized that the person in the next room, Julie's friend, who I don't even know what her name was, but she just in the previous scene, Nora. Nora, Nora played by Leo Tipton. And uh, she is training to be a nurse and said so in the previous scene. So she's the fucking nurse yeah, character. That's right. And then I was like, well, fuck. I think that makes Rob yeah. Corddry Friar Lawrence. So there you go. <laughs> well, um, you got Lord Capulet. I mean, I guess maybe, but like also, and- <laughs> doesn't he have a friend whose name is, starts with an M? Yes, Mercutio. Uh, he does, but I don't Mercurcio, feel like right. he represents Mercutio very well. I feel like Perry. That's Perry fair. obviously represents Paris, uh, but you know he could also represent uh, Tybalt and some other characters. And right, yeah, M could also represent. I just feel like Benvolio everything else has been so no on Benvolio. the news. That's character. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I, I feel like Perry almost fits Mercutio better because his because Mercutio's death really sets off that last act, and so Perry's death really kicks off this relationship between uh, Julie and R. Yeah, so kicks off the whole movie. <laughs> but anyways, it's so, so it's so not a direct. It happens. It's not a direct adaptation. Which, like, you know, I think it'd be pretty hard to make a zombie movie a direct adaptation. But still, yeah. it was like, like I don't know, they didn't really try to hide it. I wish they hid it a little bit better. Oh, no. 
Yeah, that's all. And it, but, I mean, because, it took me. I, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, it took me a long time to, right, to catch it. But they so might like as was, well have called him Nomeo. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, that would have been stupid. <laughs> uh, we'll have to uh, sequel smash those sometimes because yes, it did get a sequel. Uh, I'm talking about Nomeo and Juliet. If that didn't make sense to the audience. Uh, so anyhow, <laughs> yeah, I really don't want to do that. So <laughs> that'd be hard. <laughs> patreoncom slash faceless. Go there and suggest that so that we can vote upon it for the potato pick and oh. make the Green Traveler from Gorsh watch Nomeo and Juliet. Okay, so be very rude of you. It would be awesome. <laughs> We'd love your support. So here we are back at this show uh, that was very vaguely veiled as romeo and juliet um yeah yes. that's all i wanted to say was my revelation about it i i guess i really don't know that's what fair. else to say uh we should maybe talk uh, about big... nicholas's performance but you go ahead first yeah i was gonna say like i, I think it's a really funny story like i do yeah. think the story is fine it's really funny obviously being romeo and juliet is why most of the story works um but it's not as captivating <laughs> Sorry. I think there's one more. Nope. It's not as captivating as like I thought it would be given the premise. And part of that is because throughout the entire movie all I could think about was this dude ate your boyfriend. Yeah. And like And when she finds out get, she was like I kinda guess that. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, yeah. That was like it was so weird and off putting. Like I felt so so fucking bad for Perry every time we kept going back to the flashbacks and he would learn more about her through what yeah, how Perry dealt yeah. with her and everything and it's just like the whole time I'm just like that poor fucking man like I know but like all he Nicholas is, is whole- the, the memory of the dude who's now with his girlfriend yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you can also see that R does like struggle with it especially as more and more memories are available to him but at first yeah. he keeps on sneaking back and eating more of Perry's brain <laughs> yeah it's really fun <laughs> oh it's so funny so and Julie like literally like once she finds out she's like yeah I kind of guessed that yeah. and then she, she and then she leaves yeah. you know that's when she goes back to her society yeah. um, but she also doesn't leave angry you know she's just kind of like well fuck you know I can't I can't deal with the mental fuckery that all of this is but then the fact that like that's still the relationship at the end it's just like it really just leaves a very weird taste in my mouth like I don't know I don't I, I love a good romance, and I thought this was very funny and everything, but for the most part, I was just like, I don't know if I'm behind this romance. Like, this yeah, is so fucking just weird to weird me. Like, that I don't- she's, like, falling in love with this decaying person. It's... And and I know yeah. that that's somebody's totally... fetish out there, and, and that's... And this is your, and this is that, your yeah, exactly. fantasy, and this is a movie for you, and that <laughs> is fine. Uh, but it, it's still hard for me to get <laughs> get behind yeah <laughs> i don't i don't mind the cross like you know zombie human relationship okay. that's fine that it's just mind. the fact that he ate her boyfriend <laughs> that really bothers me like i just like, yeah, i can't you know it's kind of like the uh, baggage baggage yeah <laughs> it's 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 i honestly feel like it's worse than a person who cheats on their like significant yeah, other, well, you know yeah. because it's just like 
I ate your current because boyfriend this is like, so that yeah, we can yeah, get I, together. I ate your significant other. Let's date. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking weird, man. Uh, uh, let's talk about Nicholas Holt before we close. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I really liked him. I thought yeah. he did a fucking great job. I mean... He, he's zombied out throughout almost the whole movie. Yeah. During the the few like the few scenes where he's not zombied out where it's like you get a, a f- like futuristic not futuristic a dreamlike glance at, at to what he looked like as a human. It's complete different. Right. Like character. Yeah. But at the same time still the same, like still same personality and everything, but like but as a zombie. The makeup job is great. <laughs> yeah, and he and he pulled it off really well too. Like, you know, he he his uh, when he's walking about, when he's teaching her how to be a zombie to get her past yeah. zombie hordes, it's fucking good acting. I really enjoyed it. I thought yeah. it was so funny. Because half the time, he's basically a mute character. He gets a right. word out every once in a while, and then he gets full sentences later in the film. I mean- And in narration. It's, and in narration, yes. He does narrate the, the whole movie. Um <clears throat> That, which, that's interesting, too. It's like, it's showing that he's conscious. He just has no right. real control over his body. Uh, and I, yeah. I it's, that's it's, really cool. It's very fascinating and at the same time very scary. It's yes. almost like sleep paralysis. You right. know? Or, or, I guess, similar to what uh, um, Bruce Willis is about, you know, going through. Aphasia. Which is, um, yeah. 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 yeah, it's very kind of similar to that, where it's just like you know, it's it's a uh, a trapping. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's scary. Very sad to think about. It is sad, but it's also you know, I mean, now that you mention, I can't, I can't think of what I was going to say about it because it is kind of just sad and scary. Um, but it is sad, and scary. Yeah. I, I think they utilize uh, the comedy aspect yes, of it very well, though, yeah. throughout this whole movie. Yes, and that's 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 what I'm all about. Is like the timing. It, there's going to be sad things in the world, and the, what's going on in this scene is is pretty fucking right. great. Yes, and like in his interactions with M, where it's just like in his head, yeah. you know, his subconscious. The the narration is just like, man, this is my best friend. I'd really love to be able to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And then the M will say something that's just like food, <laughs> and then like R will just be like, okay, and then just like leave him, just like yeah. gets up and walks away. <laughs> and then M is just left there at the table, just being like, oh. We were so close to a connection. Like, you can almost think about what M is saying in his head, where he's just like, dang it. You know, I almost, we almost held hands or something. The little bit they give M right at the end of the movie is, makes the whole fucking movie worth it. I really liked that part. That was cool. Uh, You know, I did. I liked it a lot. There was some parallels to, you know, real world you know situations like are are really just our shunning of mentally ill people i feel like was really being mirrored mirrored in that last scene it's very it was very touching actually um yeah yeah Yeah, there's a lot of actual good messages throughout this whole film like i did enjoy i did enjoy what i got i was also at the same time a little kind of bored at sure. you know at, at many moments like a lot of the plot takes a long time to to 
kicked to the next level because it's you know it's a romance it's like you know they're they got it's a romance that has a huge hurdle to to jump over yeah, right it's off the a bat pretty fucking big hurdle <laughs> a 20 foot yeah, tall it's a huge they need fucking a pole hurdle uh <laughs> yeah but i still i still do enjoy it i still do recommend it i will say i give it three stars that's pretty good uh it was yeah it was it was fun yeah i do think it is also a fun movie uh i, I i'd probably watch it again if somebody said they really wanted to watch it but it, it's not going to be my favorite movie it is a full face though a very a, a very competent and fun movie uh not really much problems with it it's just not my favorite film yeah yeah that's fair uh there is someday we're gonna thing. have to get you like a little stamp yeah so that when you say it, it's a full face film <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm sure I could find a sound effect and do that. Maybe, maybe we will. So, right. uh, here we are at the end of this review. I do want to tell you this is based off of a book. Uh, the The novel oh, okay. was written by Isaac uh, Marion, and uh, the film it was written and directed by Jonathan Levine. And um, yes, who I I did not recognize much of his filmography when I looked it over. I don't know either. But my friend, I mentioned Warm Buddies Bodies to uh, a friend at work and they were like, oh, I haven't watched the movie, but I read the book and it's pretty freaking bonkers. And and I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) And she said, but one thing that they did not put in the movie that I know for sure they didn't put in the movie is the bonkers zombie religion. It's worth reading the book just for that. (laughs) So apparently the zombies have their own religion. So, yeah. Uh, So check out the book if you're interested in that. Uh, The movie is fun. I do say go check it out. I am interested in that. That sounds exciting. All right, let's quickly take a soda pop break before we come back and suck your blood. We went from brains to blood. All right. Brains to blood. (laughs) Brains to blood would be a good zombie vampire crossover movie. Oh, fuck yeah. All right. The zombie, the zombie apocalypse happens, and the humanity evolves into vampires as the only way to counter counteract it. I love you. And I, I coughed and accidentally spit on Sarah's the back of Sarah's head. And that's you sick fuck. That's why I was like, I'm so so sorry. But yeah, actually, I'm sorry <laughs> that you don't like Aquafina. You know what? Yeah, uh, you know, it's nothing against her. You know, I think, you know, people love her and she's, you know, probably got a good fan base, but like, I don't know. It's just her act, her her comedy just like is not my style of comedy. That's really sure. what it is. Like, I like I liked her in a lot Ryan of the last dragon. Comedians. Yeah, she was great. She, she's got a yeah, unique good voice. Like, she's, she's definitely a, yeah. a great I like her as a voice actor. actor. I think she's Not, got a good screen uh, presence, though, too. Yeah, yeah. Her acting is good, too. I won't say that she's a bad act. I actually liked her in, uh, um, what was that Marvel Chung movie? Chi? What's it called again? Chung the Ten Chi? Rings? 
Shang-Chi, thank yeah. you, and the Ten Rings, or Legend of the Ten Rings, or whatever, I don't remember. Yeah. But, Definitely. yeah, I liked her in that, too. Um, it's just in this, there were so many things that I had problems with in Renfield. Uh, before I dive into the synopsis, since I don't know why I chose this I guess, as my, my way of bringing in Renfield. I guess we're back. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, oh, yeah, we've been back. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, she, in this movie, in Aquafina plays Rebecca, uh, an aggressive traffic cop working for the NOPD, so says Wikipedia. Um, and <laughs> so, you know, she's, she's a, the, she's a cop. Yeah. She has a vendetta, which is the textbook. I'm cleaning out the cops yep, yep. of all the corrupt cops. Yeah. You know, it's it's age old. It's always used in everything that ever features a cop. <laughs> I mean, and yeah. that's the sad thing. It's like I, I, I say it like it's a, you know, not a real thing. And it really is. It There's is. a lot of corruption in the police this force. I understand that. It's just a boring, you know, tread upon story element always used. And that's what she's doing is her father was murdered um, in the force. And she wants to bring vengeance for her father's death. As well as clean out the the corrupt cops out of the police industry, and things that about her that bothered me. I'm not even talking about Renfield yet, which is really hilarious to me. I didn't mean to do this, but like <laughs> she, this is what I remember. I watched this movie about a month ago when it came out in theaters, and what I remember is she would walk into buildings to clear it. Yeah. And normally, when you see in a, in a, in a movie how cops would clear it is with the gun ready and alert. So that if they are confronted by another weapon, you know, they could, you know, they, they don't just basically be unarmed and unafraid, yeah. you know, the, you know, they're not at risk or they're, they're at risk, but they're not at so much risk. Right. She walks into buildings to clear them with the gun relaxed really far down, her body not tense whatsoever. And she's just kind of looking around with that, you know, she has this like kind of a smirk on her face almost at all times. And she's just doing that, you know, and I'm just like, oh my God, it's just. <laughs> she's a weird cop I, like it, it felt very weird like a very weird choice um i yeah honestly i feel like doesn't focus Aquafina on her always seems like she had just uh smoked a little bit um and <laughs> so yeah it does make for a weird cop a bit um but allegedly i allegedly. i like rebecca though I just don't know that the whole Vendetta cop story was super necessary for the film. Yeah, I, I would yeah. have rather have had more things happen with uh, Nicholas Holt and Nicholas Cage. Man, we're really getting into the, the, um, the critique before the synopsis here, but... <clears throat> well, okay, yeah, we'll let's, get, let's talk about what the movie's actually about. All right. All right Sorry. Good. No, it's good. We yeah, should. let's... Uh, it's you know Aquafina aside, it follows Renfield, yes, who is you know the servant. If you've ever read Dracula, he's the rat-eating servant in the asylum for much of the book. Um, you know he he was he he helps Dracula feed basically. Yes. He brings him dead bodies, you know, people. He's just like take these, yes, eat them, drink them, their blood, and that's what he does in this. Uh, he's, Renfield's played by Nicholas Holt. And, you know, he, he I, I love the idea, which is that he is in a kind of a codependent relationship yes, toxic with, relationship Dracula. with to- Dracula, a very yes. toxic. Yeah, very toxic. And, and, and it's true. He um, is. And, and, and it is funny yeah. that they went this route with it. 
Yeah, I thought that was hilarious because he's actually going to meetings, group yeah. therapy sessions <laughs> with other people who are in toxic and abusive relationships. And you know, he's he, he is like kind of like an, the AA meeting kind yeah. of stuff way where they all greet each other. You know, it's like, hi, I'm, I'm Lisa or whatever. You know, this is what's going on in my life. Yeah, I think one um, of the characters eventually I thought that was hilarious. an AHA meeting. Assholes Anonymous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. I love it. And, and I thought that was hilarious. And it's, it's very true. You watch uh, Nicolas Cage as Dracula. Um, yes. He, he said that he was... He based it off of that uh, Bella Lugosi. Vampire. Yeah. Bella Lugosi. Thank you. I always forget. It's always between him and the other one. Yeah. Um, Boris Carlyle, yeah. the guy who played Frankenstein. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Every every single time, it's just like, I know that it's not, but it's like, my brain Carl. is immediately like Boris Karloff, and it's like, no, I know it's not. Who's the other one? Bella Lugosi. Um, Nicolas Cage <laughs> did a lot of his, like, you know his his makeup style, everything. He said it was kind of like a, an old uh, or a long-awaited sequel to that movie, yeah. but a comedy. Yeah, and I, you could see it. He does a really good job oh, as man as Dracula. Nicholas Cage. If this was the Nick Cage playlist, we would be gushing. Oh my god, the fuck out of Dracula. It was it was so it was good. beautiful. It was so yeah. good. That, I I don't know what else to say about it. I, it Ah, it, it's well, and, and, and Nicholas Holt as Renfield bouncing off oh, of that was so also good. beautiful. Like they together, yeah, they were really chemistry. good chemistry. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. But uh, sadly, as Dracula is starting to gain more power in this modern time, he got burned at the very beginning yes, of the film really badly. Yes, and this yeah, was my like sunlight. Uh, <laughs> it's a this good was scene. Like near the turn of the century that this happened too. So. Yeah, <laughs> Renfield's kind of been holding him off for decades. It's pretty great. Yeah, he's doing what he can, but it's it's at the, it, you know he's getting his his energy back, and Renfield, who is trying to like build this normal life for himself, he you know he's trying to get like an apartment. He's trying to 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 just live as like as the humans do, as a normal person would. He's going to these self help therapy sessions and all that kind of stuff. Um, he ends up running across Rebecca and, you know, he saves her life. She gets attacked by this gang. Wait, no, not a gang. Uh, I'm sorry. She gets attacked by this mob, uh, mafia like family. What's the family called? The Lobos. The Lobo. Yes. The Lobo family. Yes. Uh, and I love them so much. The main character. Tedward. Yeah. The main word, <laughs> one that, yeah, Tedward is who you're just bringing up. That's the main one we, we come across. Go ahead. I won't interrupt you. Uh, it's Ben Schwartz. Yeah. I did not know it was going to be Ben <sighs> Schwartz. I, I like, I walked into the theater thinking it was only Nicole and Nick Cage. And then Ben Schwartz popped up. I love this man. He, he is my style of comedy. He's pretty like I, I can funny. I can listen to Ben Schwartz all fucking day. He's so funny, and like he was the best thing about Sonic. I hate Sonic, but watching that movie, <laughs> and I'm, I haven't watched the sequel yet. But it's just like watching that movie. I'm like, ah, at least it's Ben Schwartz's Sonic. This is really good for me. Like it, it's good shit. And he's so funny as this like weird mob enforcer. He's the son of the leader of the mob. Um Bella Frank. Oh gosh, I'm not. Yeah, I got you. Uh, I'll do my best. I love this actor. 
Uh, Bella Francesca yeah. Lobo is the character name, uh, and she's the matron of the crime family. And it's played by um, Shohire Agadashlu, and uh, she is in quite a few things, uh, but she plays one of the main characters in Expanse, which is uh, an uh-huh. Amazon Prime sci-fi that is very good. Oh man, it's very the po- political intrigue in it is super great, and she is right in the middle of it because she plays. Uh, now I can't quite remember her title, but there is the <laughs> Grand Secretary. They like basically rule Earth and all its subsidiaries, but it's an elected official. And then below them is uh, the Under Secretary. And the vice undersecretary. So she's the vice undersecretary. And so she's like the third most gotcha. powerful person in, in the world. And she's fucking fantastic. Yeah, it doesn't in have show. anything on her. Uh, she, this show is kind of just like to have her there. To have somebody who could be intimidating um, convincingly. Uh, but it, yeah, she does a good she job. She does do a good job. And if you liked her in this then you got to check out Expanse. She is so good. She's like my favorite character in it. Nice. Yeah, I did I did enjoy her in this. I I mean, I enjoyed Ben Schwartz more. It was so funny That's whenever fair. they'll cut back to Ben Schwartz he's and he's really just blubbering on screen. Yes. <laughs> he's so funny. It's like that's the thing. Is it's like when he is, you know, he he is outmatched by Nick Cage. And then you know Nick Holt matching Nick Cage, but not and Nick Holt's not going as absurd as Nick Cage is, but like he's matching him in, in regards to chemistry, right? And he just throw Ben Schwartz in there <laughs> and like let Ben Schwartz go, and it's like every it, it's brimming with it's brimming with good ideas. Yes. This whole movie is brimming he's with good ridi- ideas. He is a ridiculous gangster, though. <laughs> he's so ridiculous. Like it, it, it almost doesn't work, but it works. Right. You know, it's just like right. he's so stupid, and it's it's so funny. Once he meets and Dracula, he, I like it a lot better. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing is he comes across Dracula, and Dracula realizes, oh, I could have a new Renfield. Right. You know, yeah. and it's kind of like this, like he he, he they they start building a plan. The story starts getting. Not convoluted, but like just too much almost. Maybe. You know, it's bouncing back and forth between a lot of different ideas. And then, like, yeah. (laughs) And then, like, at the end, it just basically becomes a showdown between uh, um, Rebecca, the cop, and Renfield versus like all of these, like, almost Renfield power. I don't even. I didn't even mention that Renfield has powers, but it's like all these people at the end also have powers. But Renfield does have powers much less than Dracula. Right. But Dracula gives him these powers by like giving some, him some blood. Yeah, he gives him right? some of his Something blood. Like and so the way that Renfield describes it, once again through narration. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, Dracula. See, it was being, a very good choice to have these with him. Yeah, together. definitely. It, yeah, they're very close. Like, you know, I feel like there's less of a romantic a- angle before between Renfield and Rebecca, but Renfield definitely likes Rebecca. That part's yeah, pretty obvious. Yeah. And she, I mean, you know, she kind of does the doe-eye thing, um, and the way that Aquafina yeah. does it, it's awkward. And Shut the fuck up, Kyle! <laughs> yeah, oh God. 
I completely forgot about that. <laughs> See, that was good. I did yeah, enjoy that, that stuff. Funny. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, R- Dracula gets his power from drinking blood. Renfield gets his power from eating bugs. And uh, I thought yeah. at first, like different bugs gave him different powers, but they don't. Uh, yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been, been really cool. cool. That would have been but fun. yeah, they didn't. Uh, they didn't do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, if there was a movie that focused more on Renfield and Dracula, and, and this yeah. uh, paralleling it with the self help group, yeah, like, and, and think, you can keep the you can keep the mob characters too, but you I don't do, need another romance. Like, uh, yeah, I like I, the relationship I disagree, idea. Though, I I think you could take the mob out. And keep the cop character because Renfield is going around killing people and taking them back to Dracula. There's murder mystery <laughs> See, going that's on. There you okay, that's fair. I, I can agree with that. That'd be fine. I just don't make the cop a romantic angle because it's like it, it I is like the weird, idea of But it made him and, and an sometimes hero. sometimes a Right, and sometimes another relationship can help you get out of a toxic right. relationship. I get that. Yes, but it just—I like the idea of the self-help group helping him out of the toxic relationship more than this weird. Right, it's another like I—I I don't mind. I don't know. Like, like I said, it is way more downplayed than it is in Warm Bodies, anyways. But <clears throat> I kind of like having a little bit of a love interest for Renfield. Just because he is desperate to have a life outside of Dracula, and he doesn't even know what that means. But, like, yeah, so it gives him something to aspire towards that's easy. Right. That's fair. I just, I didn't like this relationship as much. That's fair. I mean, that's fair. I I, I understand where you're coming from. But I, I think, yeah. really, and like, it's, it's, it's the gangsters that were unnecessary. I think, like, like oh, I, I said, the they are funny. I'm not gonna, that's, 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 like, and that's what makes, it's a comedy. I do think that a lot of people are complaining about this right. movie, and I think it is because it wasn't built well enough as a comedy. Like, I don't think people are yeah. going well, I mean, how could it not be like that when he's, People are stupid. Yeah. Like, you see the one shot of Nick Nicolas Cage in the trailer? How do you not come out thinking it's a fucking comedy? Oh like, just God. because of his one his one line. He's Where he's so floating above the, the ground. He's just like, Count Dracula! <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, people are people are just fucking dumb, and it's so funny to me because it's yeah. just like, how do you how do you go into this movie not expecting it to be a comedy? Like it's yeah. just ridiculous. It is very obviously a comedy to me, and I I honestly yeah. enjoyed it. Uh, it's a rather newer movie. I don't know how much more I want to get into it, but let's talk more about Nicholas Holt's performance in the film. Uh, I think yes. uh, for one thing. Uh, while he did a great job being Zombie Boy, his movement in this is excellent. Like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, he he does very well with the choreography. Like, uh, you know, the bugs give him like hyper reflexes and stuff like that. He's catching yeah. forks in the air and stabbing people and stuff. He's he's just very yeah. good at the movement. I, I enjoyed it. Whatever in it is him and not a body double. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i agree like the action scenes are are also very um 
violent. Yeah. There's a lot of good gore. And it's, you know, it's very fake blood. Yes. Like, it's very obviously fake gore, but like, it's, it's, it's still gore. good. Cause like, because, yeah, exactly. Because he gets his, like, the, these abilities, like you said, he can just like rip fucking arms off of people. Right. And it's just, like, there's one scene where he's just doing that constantly and it's hilarious. <laughs> and he throws one and... like a spear. I forgot about that. <laughs> That was probably one of my favorite lines that Aquafina said too. Uh, it was it was a bit of a yeah. monologue where she's like, you know, how everybody has that story that it's like, oh, I've seen worse than this. This is my worse than that. <laughs> this is it. Yep. <laughs> it's that. That's the thing is she she has great moments and in like the the action like uh, Nick Holt did a great job mm. at at you know with these action scenes i did not think he would make a good action star no offense to to nick holt but like he doesn't you know he doesn't what seem the like beast? the <laughs> i actually well, think I mean, he's a very still, like, strange CGI choice and everything in that. for the beast <laughs> we'll get yeah. to that <laughs> someday we'll get there but no, it's just like it, he did. He did do a good job. His, his action is kind of like really goofy, and it's it's very um, in character for Renfield. Yeah. So like it, it was really well done. I did enjoy it. But like during the action scenes, like Alcafino is just that was another thing that I was just like, why are you there? Like when you when the action scenes are going on, I'm just like you are you are such like not a liability, but like at the same time, all she has is a gun. Yeah, and so she's just turning around, just shooting people a lot, and I'm just like. <laughs> They have more guns than yeah. you. How has nobody shot you while this vampire's like going crazy on people? He's not a vampire, but you know what I Though, mean. That's like, kind of one thing I wanted to talk about. But I know we're ta- trying to talk about Nicholas Holt, and you're talking about Aquafina, right? But <laughs> I know I'm talking way too much about Aquafina. I'm so sorry. One thing I did want to talk about is I think maybe Renfield and the other familiars are vampires, but. Dracula, but they're okay with being in the sun. Oh, that's true. But maybe yeah. they're like half he's in the vampire. sunlight, and I, like, I think he even does have a reflection still oh, too. He does he's still very much alive? Yeah, but immortal, or at least long living. Right. <clears throat> I think long living. I feel like that would probably be what it would be. Yeah. Is like he might he might die someday. But I'm not sure. Right. I, I don't remember if they even covered it in, in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Right. And I don't but even know if they even said That's a very interesting one, too. If you never. year this Renfield fell in with Dracula. I feel like it would have been the 30s. I think they had like an old fashioned, uh, like black and white yes. scene in the beginning, if it I remember great. correctly. Yeah. Um, Sarah said yeah. that she would just love to watch. Uh, Nick Cage as Dracula in a black and white Dracula movie. She oh yeah, said she would watch that all day. Yeah, that would be that would be fan fucking tastic yeah. if somebody did that. Like, please. Uh, he does have a, another movie where he plays a um, a man who thinks he's a vampire or, <laughs> or becoming a vampire. That's yeah. where that's the one where you see like a lot of the weird mannerisms, uh, the big memes of Nick Cage that it comes from that oh. movie. I cannot remember what it's called for the life of me. That's fine. Hold on, I'll be able to find it in his in his Wikipedia. Okay. Well, another thing I wanted to say about Nick Cage before we try to get back to Nicholas Holt is that his connection to Dracula is is uh, paternal, uh, well, or inherited from his father. It has to be 
because that Francis Ford Coppola movie was just a very in-depth dive into the story and uh, very interesting. He had to be, you know, he had to be a part of that in some way as in just exposed to it. Though he was not very right. young at this point. It was, he was probably in his 30s, actually. When did that come out? I found the movie, though, where he thinks he's becoming a vampire. It's called Vampire's Kiss. Oh. So we'll, we'll add that to the Nick Cage playlist someday, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was 1992. Holy bejesus. I did not know that that <laughs> movie was as old as I am. But anyways, yeah, he he does obviously it, was a grown man old? when his dad made this movie. But, like, maybe there was just this big family thing where they fucking loved Dracula. And I, that's <laughs> what I want to believe. Let's talk about Nicholas Holt. <clears throat> Let's talk more about him. Yeah, more about him. Yes. I think he did a good job as Renfield. He's very likable. Yes. Um, and, and his comedy is so fucking golden mm-hmm. in this movie. Like there, there are so many good comedic moments with him and and uh, that that self help group, um, you know all of them, all the people at the self help group. There's too many to list them all. Oh, definitely. Um, but they're all beautiful characters. We can mention and Mark, the one who leads it. It's played by Brandon, yes, Scott, yeah, Brandon Jones. Scott Jones. He is very funny and very much fits as this character. So good. Sarah though kept on calling him Ned. Like the the whole movie, and I thought that somebody <laughs> named him Ned at one point, and 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 then they called him Mark. I'm like, that's not his name. And she said, Oh, I I just think he's Ned Flanders. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Uh, it's good. Yeah, he's. No, I, good I really do enjoy Nicholas Holt in this movie. They they um. They play it off the narration pretty much similar as mm. the as warm bodies, where the the narrative jokes, you know, as as opposed to what's playing out on the screen, are really well done. Uh, so a lot of good good comedy there, and you know, I do think that Nicholas Holt. I mean, he's been paired with Nicholas Cage before, as I mentioned. Yeah. They uh, we'll watch that as I mentioned in another that episode that is Nicholas Cage playlist. <laughs> Exactly, the weatherman. Um, Nicholas Cage plays the weatherman, and Nick Holt played his son in that movie. Um, which I, w- I, I, I've seen that movie, but I would not have remembered that having no. been Nick Holt. So that's hilarious. So it's nice to see them return, um, especially now that Nick Holt is, you know, a, a outstanding actor in his own right, right. and. Playing opposite Nick Cage, I think he did a damn good oh, job yeah. because, like we said earlier, the, they their chemistry and chemistry. everything was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it all works. So you know, as as an actor spotlight, I will say that this movie wins because I really love Nick Holt's performance in this. I loved it in Warm Bodies as well, but yeah. I think in this he's he's really fucking good. It would be really hard, honestly, for me to say because. I know that playing a mute and making a zombie yeah. convincing is actually much harder than it, it looks. Um, right. <clears throat> yeah. People think it's so easy. And it's like, no, uh, there's more to yeah. it. <laughs> it. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to feel and express more. And then at the same time, 
he's a zombie. So, yeah, right. So, it, it, yeah, I, I, I really give him up for both performances. I, I can't say which one's better. Uh, I can't even say which one I, I like. You have better. to. I have to. Shit. Well, then you it will probably to. be Renfield. There could be no great. He does area. have some more experience by this time, and uh, the comedy is really funny to me. Uh, especially yeah, when he goes yeah. out and he buys stuff for his apartment. Like, it's the only montage <laughs> in, the, in the movie as, that I recall. And he goes out and he buys all this shit for his apartment. It's all brightly colored because he's tired of Dracula and his drab bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there was also, there was also a weird... Um, it just, like, happened out of the blue. There's another character, right? That just like appears. Am I thinking? Is that the right movie where she lives with him at the apartment complex, and turns out she's a spy for the mob or something? Oh, I'm th- I, might I think, think you're thinking of movie. something else. Yeah, I don't think he has a roommate. Okay, uh, maybe I don't recall that. Not a roommate. Not a roommate. But she lives at the same uh, the apartment complex. like apartments as him, and he like comes. He's like coming home and just randomly goes into her apartment. I'm thinking of a different movie. I maybe. think. Maybe. It's all right. I'll cut it all. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, I will. I don't think we gave ratings to this film yet. I really enjoyed no, it. No, we did like, not. Uh, it wasn't just you that told me that they were disappointed in this film. And I understand the reasons why you're disappointed in the film. But me not expecting so much from it going in, I really had a great time. I I had a fantastic time, really. It, both me and Sarah did. Is it a face and a half movie? I don't think so. It still just gets a full face, maybe one hundred percent a full face. And uh, yeah, I I enjoyed it. Well, that's good. I I yeah, I was disappointed. I thought it was um, funny, but at the same time, very fucking stupid. Um, and there's there's so many like weird I don't know the, the there's a lot that's left to be desired, but the act the premise is great, the acting is great yeah the gore is fun, mm-hmm. like I love the action scenes, but there was I don't know I just like kind of walked away just being like man that that was not as funny as I wanted it to be yeah. it's not as focused on Dracula and and Renfield as I wanted it to be yeah um, there is another version Finch of this Schwartz, movie though, was fucking that phenomenal. is better. But I still thought what we got was pretty great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. And I'm going to give it two and a half stars, though. Um, Ben Schwartz almost makes me want to give it three stars (laughs) just because I love Ben Schwartz. But I only give it two and a half. It was, I don't know. There's a lot of stupidity in the script. And I just, you know, after a while, I just couldn't handle it. (laughs) There's so many things that would happen. I'd just be like, fucking, why are we doing this? (laughs) Like, this makes no sense. (laughs) Uh, I will say. It's still fine. I still, I still did enjoy it. I will say that. Like, as as much as I was disappointed, I still had fun. Yeah, that's fair. But man, I tell you, I was cracking up when Ben Schwartz scooped up all the cocaine out of his back seat, started running from the cops. <laughs> and then he, that was yeah, good. he like ripped one, one up and like threw it in the air and it went into the uh, other cop's <laughs> face. And he was like, it's cocaine! <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, again, I didn't even know Ben Schwartz was in this. So when when I was sitting in the theater and I was with like uh, I was with a couple of my friends, and it, like he leans out of his car and he yells, he's like, "Don't you know who I am? I'm Teddy fucking Lobo." I'm like. Is that Ben Schwartz? <laughs> and then, like, they could do a close up on him. And I was like, oh my God, it's Ben Schwartz. And I was like, yes, <laughs> this movie got so much better than I thought it was going to be because it's kind of, you know, meandering a yeah, bit. And yeah. it's just like, it was good. I, I, I enjoy Ben Schwartz a lot, but it's only a two and a half star film. I would say I liked Warm Bodies more, mm. even though I thought that was also kind of forgettable. But, like, you know. Yeah, I think I liked Renfield so just a little bit more, but I think they're both equally fine films that i can say yeah go watch them um and yeah yeah. i I would say the same i would say go watch it they're both they're both fun yeah but yeah that's the show that's the show that's it yeah we did it yeah we did it one more week in the barrel thanks for joining us (laughs) we did it (laughs) i am the green traveler from And I am the faceless Leon, the stretchiest experiment on Earth. Safe travels, and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of FictionWorks 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe. Or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.